asking. You know, it's something we do every day. But do we need to do it to God? Yes, we need to do it to Him most of all. Join us on our next adventurous series entitled Ask, Seek, Knock. Come find out how to get closer to God. Well, hello everybody. This is Marcus. And Trisha. And we are... The Messengers. And if you didn't know that, Amen. you know it now again. Yes. So, And I say that almost every single time. <laughs> yes, we do. So, so we're excited about today. We're going to uh, just... This Let the word flow through us and just hopefully just, just pierce your, your heart with the truth. The truth, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're starting a new series, and this is part one called Ask. Our series is going to be Ask, Seek, and Knock, taken from the verse in Matthew 7, 7 through 11. This is a listener request yes. that we had. So... Yay! <laughs> so we're going to be studying that. And this subject is something that we've been studying for quite a while. Yes, it is. So so we're pretty in tune with this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we're talking about asking God for the desires of our hearts. This, as we will see, has to line up with His will for our lives. This is also part of an excerpt from the book I'm writing. So I really would love any feedback you have. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Ask. It is something we are taught to do from the time we are little. When our son was little, we used to say, use your words. He knew he should not just point to something and whine about it until we would get it for him. That's, that didn't work. He didn't get anything that way. Right. He, he had to use his words to ask. So asking God for our needs and desires is something he encourages us to do throughout the Bible. Let's look further into this subject. All right, good deal. So we're going to first look at, uh, I'd like to point out that all the scriptures we're going to be doing are this time out of the NIV. So no King James, <laughs> no stumbling for me. So, so first, the first one we're going to look at is 1 John 5, verses 14 to 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of Him. Yes. And then, <laughs> got a little, little mix up on that anyway. And then the next one we're going to look at uh, John 14, verses 12 to 14. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. They will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. All right. That's pretty good. So many of us ask God for something, but we don't think He has ever answered. He will always answer, but we may not understand Him. He has a different perspective than we do. God knows what is best for us. So what we think are unanswered prayers may just be the best things for us. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's look at uh, James 4, verses 2 to 3. You desire, but do not have. So you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. 
You do not have because you do not ask God. So when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives. And that's important right there. Yes. That you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So when we need to ask, we need to ask God what his will is and pray for his will and not just ours. Joyce Meyer, a Christian speaker and teacher, explains it this way in the Everyday Bible. This is a Bible that she has put together. It's a study Bible, and she has taken her notes and written different things throughout the, the Bible, different sections. So this is from one of those sections. It's called Just Ask on page... 2068. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's a lot of pages. That's a lot of pages, and that's not even all the way through. This is... <laughs> okay, so this is what she says. James summarizes the whole situation in one sentence. You do not have because you do not ask. Essentially, he points out how we try to get things ourselves instead of asking God for them. You may think, but I have asked God for things. He just has not given them to me. If you ask God for something and he does not give it to you, the reason is not that he's holding out on you. It may be that it is not his will, or that now is not his time. It may be that there is something better he wants to give you, but you're not yet spiritually mature enough to have it. Whatever the reason, it is never because he does not want you to be blessed. You are God's child, and he loves you. He is a good God who only does good things. And he wants to do for you so much more than you could possibly imagine. And you can see in Ephesians 3.20, it talks more about that. She continues, But he loves you too much to give you something that is going to hurt you. He loves you too much to give you things that will ultimately make you more carnal or more fleshly, or that may even drag you into sin because you are not yet ready to handle them. Does a loving parent give his children the keys to the car before they are old enough to drive? No, of course not, because the parent knows they may get hurt in a wreck through their inexperience. God is the same way with his children. Because he loves us, he will not give us something before we have the spiritual maturity to handle it. I have discovered that the secret of being content is to ask God for what I want, and to rest in the knowledge that if it is right, he will bring it to pass at the right time. If it is not right, he will do something much better than what I asked for. And again, that was from Joyce Meyer in the Everyday Life Bible. So you also have to remember, this doesn't mean that we shouldn't stop asking God for the desires of our hearts. He loves to bless us and see us succeed. So one way God does this is through answering our prayer. That's right. And remember that when we ask, sometimes we need to do so out loud. Right. That's very important. God knows our hearts, and he knows what we need before we do, but words are very powerful. We need to speak the words out loud because we need to hear it ourselves. It will build up our faith. Also, God is a gentleman, and he will not always work in our lives until we ask him. 
This does not mean that he will never do anything to help us without our asking, but he needs our faith to complete the task. Jesus tells us in Matthew 7, 7 through 11, Mark 11, 23 through 25, and Luke 11, 10 through 14, what we need to do to receive from God. These are, this is the same type of scripture, the same thing that Jesus said. It's just written differently in each of these three books. Right. So that's why the scriptures are, there's three different books that have three different scriptures. So. Right. So we'll look at Matthew 7, 7 through 11, which is what this episode and the next episode are based on. So it says this, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to you who ask? That's good. I like that. Uh, one way that I communicate with God is through a journal. I write things down. I write things to him. And he writes things back. Right. <laughs> he, he gives me words. I feel them like in my spirit. And I feel I hear him saying them. And so I write down what he says. And this is the daily process that you go through. <laughs> yes, it is. So these... This has been over two years now that I've been doing this. And I took some quotes from about four journals and I took them out and put them in order of what they go in. What they Um, were about. Yeah, what they were about. Subjects. Yes, subjects. So these are some of the things that he told me about asking. This is what he said. Ask me what needs to be done because I can't just tell you everything. You need to care enough to listen and receive. If you don't care enough to ask, then you won't care enough to do. Ask, seek, knock. That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) He also says, ask me out loud for the desires of your heart. We both need to hear them. Keep your dreams in front of you always. Keep your dreams alive and dream big. I am a big God who loves to have fun, and I have lots of fun blessing you and enjoying your praise and worship. I love it when you talk to me, no matter where or when. I love hearing you and being included in your day. And the thing about these journals is, these words are not just for me. They are meant for everyone. So when he says you and your and things like that, that is for you specifically. It's for every single one of you out there. Just hear these words with your heart and take them as if God is speaking directly to you. And receive them. Yes. All right, so even in the Bible, people had to ask out loud. Jesus needed the people to ask him to heal them. So they needed to use their faith to ask. So sometimes they had to do this very persistently. Yes. So let's look at Luke 18, verses 35 to 43. Jesus approached Jericho. A blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. He called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. 
And those who led the way rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and ordered the man to be brought to him. And when he came near, near, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see, he replied. And Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. And when all the people saw it, they also praised God. Yeah, I like that. He yeah. was very persistent. Absolutely. He's like, no, you rebuke me. Uh-uh. I'm going to get even louder then. That's right. <laughs> We learned some information from a series that we were studying on healing from Barry Bennett. And he talked about how there were some very interesting things in this passage. He mentioned how the, the blind man didn't be quiet when people told him to. Right. And back then, the blind, blind people, specific types of people, wore specific types of clothes. And it doesn't really say it in this particular passage, but in one of the other passages, it says that he blew his cloak off, which this cloak was what somebody that was blind wore. Mm -hmm. So he was expecting to receive, and this is before Jesus told him that he flung his cloak off. So he, he was showing that he was expecting that, to receive his sight. That's right. That was his faith. And then when he went up to Jesus... Jesus knew that he was blind. He knew it because people had to bring him through the crowd, you know, walk him through. And so he came up to Jesus and Jesus said, what can I do for you? Now that seems like a very strange question to ask a blind man, what can I do for you? But he needed to hear from the man's mouth what he wanted. That man needed to say, I want to receive my sight. And it had to be out loud. It did. For Jesus to be able to, to do it, for, for, the, for the healing, for the faith to be put into action. That's right. So then he said, Lord, I want to see. You know, at that point, he could have probably asked for anything. Jesus right. was willing to give him anything he wanted because he had shown his faith by just asking him to stop on the road and hear him listen to what he wanted. Right. And you also look at Solomon, you know. God asked Solomon, what do you want me to do for you? Mm -hmm. And Solomon said, I want to lead your people the right way. Mm -hmm. And God thought that was the, that God said that, that was the best thing you could ask for me. Mm -hmm. I would have given you gold. I would have given you long life. I would have given you power or whatever it is. But because you asked for to lead my people, mm -hmm. I'll give you that. And I'll also give you all these other things. Yeah. So it's, it's, the, it's the desires of our heart. And we're going to look at that here in just a second. Mm -hmm. So those were just some interesting things that we learned about that story. It's not just a cut and dry story like you would think. Right. But he had the faith, but he had to ask out loud twice. He had to, you know, stop him and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And then when Jesus did talk to him, he had to say again, I want to receive my sight. And he also had to look past those people that were rebuking him and telling him to be quiet. Yeah. You know, don't let somebody steal your healing. That's right. Keep your faith. So this bout wraps it up for this session, and this is just part one of what we're talking about on asking. Right. So we have learned that we need to ask God for the desires of our hearts, 
but he will never give us more than we can handle or something that might be harmful to us. So we need to remember that. We also found that we need to speak our faith by asking for things out loud. This builds up our spirit and gets into our heads and down into our hearts. Words are very important and we can't stress that enough. We talk about it a lot, but it's, it's a subject that is very near to our hearts because we understand it and we want others to understand how important it is. So the Bible says in Luke 6, 45, <laughs> A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. That's good. You need to check your heart and see what's in your heart to show what you're speaking. If you hear yourself saying negative things all the time, you need to stop and think about what is in your heart. It's important. So we encourage you to just dig deeper into this subject on your own. Find out little ways you can ask God for something in His will and listen for His answer. He speaks in many different ways. Sometimes it's in your spirit, and sometimes he uses people around you. He just has different ways of answering, and, and those are two of the, the big ones. There are many ways he answers you when you ask him for things. He loves you so very much and wants to give you the desires of your heart. He loves to bless you. And we would love to hear any examples of times that you've asked God for something and how He answered you. And we'd also love to stand with you if you have asked for something and you haven't received an answer yet. Mm -hmm. Please contact us on our website, www.themessengersradio.com. Click on that contact button and you can fill that form out and that form will email both Tricia and myself. Or uh, above that form, you can also email us individually if you'd like to email uh, just just one of us. So either way, we would we would love to stand with you if, if you're still waiting to hear an answer to your prayer. Mm -hmm. And we would love to hear any joyful answers that he's already given you for your prayers. Absolutely. And let us know if you want us to share those on the on the show. Yeah. So you can also find us on Facebook. You can look for us at Messengers Radio and just leave us a message there so we can rejoice with you and reassure you when you have not received an answer yet. But remember, He will not always give us the desires of our heart when they could do damage to us. They That's could right. do more damage than good. That's right. So, so in, those, in those cases, we don't want those um, desires of our heart. We may not want those answers. Yeah, sometimes we think that, that we're asking for God's will, but we're actually being pretty reckless. So God, God will, will X out those, those desires at that point or right. when we ask for them. But he knows our hearts better than we do. That's right. So this is the end of the show, but we would always like to uh, give anybody the chance that has never received Jesus as their Lord and Savior to do so. So you have to understand this, that choosing to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior is the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life. That's right. Let's look, let's look at what the Word says. We'll look at Romans 10, verses 9 through 10, and also Romans 10, verses 13. It says this, that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and will believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. 
For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you skip on down to Romans 10.13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So by His grace, God has already done everything to provide salvation. Your part is to do two things, believe and receive. So if you are ready to change your eternal address, if you're ready to believe and receive, you've tried to do all these things yourself, you've, you've failed and you've failed and you think you've got it, then you failed again. I'm telling you, you cannot do this without Jesus. So if you're ready to, to, to make an eternal decision, I would like for you to pray this out loud with me. Use your words yes. as we've been talking about. Ask. So pray this. Jesus... I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. And the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And now that you're born again, that means there's a brand new you. Yay! All right. So, if you just prayed that prayer, let us know too. Go to our website. Same thing. Click on the contact button. Let us know. We want to help you in any way that we can. So until our next episode, part two to ask, we encourage you guys dig deeper in the word keep the word in front of you daily yes we love you guys we love you have a great day bye thank you for listening to the messengers we are worldwide and alive